You are listening to the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Franz. These talks are made possible in part by generous donations from our listeners. To find out how to support and take part in our community, visit zennovascotia.com. A long time ago, when I was, I was quite young, maybe I was 20, I attended a, a retreat with a teacher from Washington. She was a wonderful teacher, a very gentle person. And it was in this beautiful log cabin, and, and it was everything about it was very, uh, very warm. I remember we had perfect weather every day, and everyone just had a good feeling. And one morning, she gave a talk, and afterward there were questions. And people would ask quite personal questions, and she was always so sympathetic. And it was, again, I, I remember thinking, she's so nice. <laughs> and then someone very sincerely raised her hand and, and said, I'm curious what you do after you've been practicing for a while and it starts to get, you know, kind of boring. How do you kind of spice it up? And the teacher's face just shifted and everything went kind of dark. And she said, this practice is not here to entertain you. This is not here for your enjoyment. It's not here to give you something fun to do. And I think she kept going. But for me, when I look back, this was one of the, I think one of the formative moments in my life as a practitioner. I had never heard someone say something like that. And it shocked me, one, because she had made this pivot. And two, because she was saying something I had never considered, because I was having fun. This was kind of new for me, and I was trying something on, and I kept learning stuff. And, and three, because I knew as she was saying it that it was completely true. and that I wouldn't be able to put that back down. And I wanted to talk about that tonight. Again, I'm, I'm reading from Dogen's Record of Things Heard. This is from uh, part two, section 26. It says, Dogen also said, is the way attained through mind or body? In the teaching schools, it is said that since body and mind are not separate, the way is attained through the body. Yet it is not clear that we attain the way through the body because they say since body and mind are not separate. In Zen, the way is attained through both body and mind. As long as we only think about the Buddha Dharma with our minds, we will never grasp the way even in a thousand lifetimes or a myriad of eons. 
When we let go of our minds and cast aside our views and understandings, the way will be actualized. One sage clarified true mind when he saw peach blossoms, and another realized the way when he heard the sound of tile hitting a bamboo. They attained the way through their bodies. Therefore, when we completely cast aside our thoughts and views and practice shikantaza, we will become intimate with the way. For this reason, the way is doubtlessly attained through the body. This is why I encourage you to practice Zazen wholeheartedly. I feel like I keep coming back to this point that I think one of the most poisonous ideas in the spiritual world, not just in Buddhism, but maybe I notice it the most in Buddhism, is that this is a mental exercise. This is something we're doing inside of our minds. Right? And Zazen is a mental state, or it's a tool by which we attain a certain mental state. I read an article today by a teacher, and she was talking about when you plateau. She was saying, when, you, when you've practiced for a while and then you plateau, it's the same question. She said, after you plateau, then you need to find a way to kind of shake it up so that you can get to the next place. There are only two ways that you can plateau in this practice. One is if you're seeing it as a series of achievements, and two is if you're seeing it as a series of rewards. Right? Plateau means we're going somewhere. Right? And then we kind of leveled off for a while. I got to level one, and then I got to level two, and then I got to level three, and then level three, I don't know, something, I just kind of lost my momentum, and I got stuck at level three. What do I do? Maybe I can, maybe I can shake this up. Oh, there I am, there, okay, I found it again, I found it again, now I'm going to level four. Or that somehow, as I'm moving forward in this practice, I'm, I'm I'm getting something, right? And then I stopped getting something. Or I stopped getting something new. I need something new. I need to be fed in a more interesting way. I'm sure this is a phenomenon. But if the practice you take up is the practice based on the path of the bodhisattva, it won't happen. Not because you'll have some magic juice that makes you burst through and never get stuck, but because there is no achievement and there is no reward. Dogen writes, as long as we only think about the Buddha Dharma with our minds, we will never grasp the way even in a thousand lifetimes or a myriad of eons. But, he says, when we let go of our minds and cast aside our views and understandings, the way will be actualized. 
We naturally want this to be about seeing things in a particular way or understanding things in a particular way that would be so rewarding. It's not so much about seeing things in a different way as it is coming to terms with the idea that you're already seeing them very clearly in spite of all your hopes that that's not true. Then what do you do? What do you give? What can you offer? One sage clarified true mind when he saw peach blossoms. I have a footnote here that this refers to Reun Shigon. I don't remember this story well. And he says, and another realized the way when he heard the sound of tile hitting a bamboo. That's a very famous story. We use this story a lot to remind people that, that uh, awakening doesn't happen when you sit. We'd like to think that we sit down on the cushion and we face the wall and we take a big deep breath and then today's the day. <laughs> Almost no stories of that happening ever. But there are stories of people who have that practice who then go out in the world and they do something mundane. They do something without any thought of reward. And something opens for them. Again, into the mundane. So in this story, Kyogen Shikan is out and he's, he's just sweeping. And a rock hits and it hits a, a big stalk of bamboo, one of those big ones. So it makes a little sound, right? A little boom. Everything changes in that moment for him. But nothing happened. These people attained the way through their bodies. When we completely cast aside our thoughts and views and practice shikantaza, we will become intimate with the way. When we cast aside our thoughts and views, we become intimate with the way. Again, not because your thoughts are wrong, not because your views are wrong, but holding to them, it's, it's like, it's like this, right? When I do this, when I cover my eyes with my hands, I can see my thoughts and views really well, and I can't see anything else. When I let them be, and I focus on this, whatever this is, that's honest. That's something that cannot be measured. Am I succeeding at sitting here? Or am I plateauing? Mm -hmm. Am I getting adequate reward 
from you know, tidying up my house? Or should I think of a new way to do it so that it you know, nourishes me more spiritually? <laughs> no. I just pick up the things that are on the floor and I put them away because they're there and because I'm there. It's very mundane, but it's complete. It doesn't require my thoughts about it. It doesn't require my reward system. It's enough. When we do this, he says, the way is attained through the body. And the body here, it doesn't, it doesn't mean something that's purely physical. The body is who we are when we're not just rolling around inside our head. The body is us in motion. The body is us committed. It's us with our eyes open instead of our eyes closed. He says, this is why I encourage you to practice Zazen wholeheartedly. And this punchline always happens, right? And that's why you do Zazen. We have to be careful that Zazen doesn't become a tool. But again, it's a place to explore this. Right? What is it to do something wholeheartedly with no reward, with no achievement? What is it to commit completely for the sake of committing? What is it to offer? It's counterintuitive, I think, especially if you're a beginner, to imagine that Zazen is the thing that you do to get out of your head. But that's what's on offer. It just, it takes a little time. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.